This is Brian, and you're listening to Bringlese Daily. Welcome back. Yo, my students. Ciao a tutti. Bentornati. Welcome back, guys. I hope you're having an amazing Thursday. And I also hope that this year has started off on the right foot. Spero che tutto stia andando bene finora. E ragazzi, tu stai lavorando sul tuo inglese. I'm happy about that. Sono molto contento. Sono contento se ascolterai tutti i giorni di quest'anno quando c'è una nuova puntata. But why am I speaking Italian? This is Bringlese Daily. Let's speak English. And let's begin with today's translation challenge. Guys, I have a difficult sentence for you today. E la frase è... Non mi sono reso conto di quanto sarebbe stato difficile capire tutto. Let me say that one more time. Non mi sono reso conto di quanto sarebbe stato difficile capire tutto. Okay. As you can see, this is not an easy sentence. It's going to be a challenging one. But... We will review it at the end of the episode. Guys, let's begin with today's one big thing. Now, today's one big thing is actually a story of love, but also desperation and problems. It's the story of Tara Devi. She actually has two names. Tara Devi is her newer name, Her original name is Eugenie Grossup. As always, I'm probably not pronouncing it right. But this woman was born in 1911 in the city of Vienna in Austria. But she was actually Czech. And she was an actress and a dancer. Now, she had a connection to India And she actually knew the king of India at the time. Now, as she was getting older in her adult life, well, World War II was happening. And her hometown had been invaded by Nazi Germany. So this girl was living a new life She was away from home, you could say as a refugee. But the problem is that the Indian government wanted to deport her back to where she came from. She obviously did not want to go back to a war-destroyed environment invaded by the Nazis. She wanted to remain in India. And remember, she also had a connection to the king of India. At the same time, the Indian government was telling her she could not stay. So the solution was that the king of India asked her to marry him. And by the way, the king of India already had five wives, so why not become number six? And in 1942, That's exactly what she did. She married the then king of India. His name is 
Jagachit Singh. As always, I'm pronouncing the name wrongly. So, okay. In 1942, she married the king of India. She was his sixth wife. The problem is that only three, actually four, years later, she died. And a year before that, she and her husband separated. So something went wrong. She died at age 35 in India. And she died from falling. She fell from her hotel to her death. And it's not clear exactly what happened. Could it have been a suicide? Yes. Could there have been foul play? Yes. Maybe it was a murder. Or maybe the Indian government wanted her dead. Keep in mind, in a year before her death, she and the king had separated. It's a mysterious story of love. It starts out so romantic. This refugee in India, she does not want to go back to her European home. The war is there. She wants to remain in India. She has this connection to the king. The king has five wives already. And he says, you know what? Marry me. And then you can stay here. And that's what she did. Three years later, the marriage was over. And a year after that, she died at age 35. Curious case. I'm definitely curious what happened. And I was reading more and more about it. But there's no final answer because it's kind of a mystery still what happened and why she died. Anyway, don't marry a man who already has five wives. That is the lesson of the day. I also like today's story because it gave me a chance to, to use some new vocabulary and just speak a little bit differently. But I want to continue with a relevant question of the day. And today's question is, how do you feel about nostalgia? So reading this story and trying to prepare my understanding before making this podcast, I started feeling nostalgia and I started feeling nostalgic. That's the adjective. The noun is nostalgia. Because this story happened almost a hundred years ago. Seeing the picture of this woman made me feel nostalgic because she looks like she's from a different time. Nostalgia is similar to FOMO, F-O-M-O, which is the fear of missing out. But strangely, nostalgia is FOMO in the past. You're, you fear that you're missing out. Hai paura che ti perdi qualcosa anche se è nel passato. Maybe the past was a better time. Maybe you were happier. Maybe things were easier. Maybe the world was more beautiful and more peaceful. I think a lot of people feel this. A lot of people live the nostalgia feeling in this way. 
But at the same time, nostalgia can also be a really beautiful feeling. When I think back to my time in Italy, when I was only 19, I definitely feel some good nostalgia. It was a special moment for me. Same thing when I think about my time in Japan. What's your relationship with this emotion? I feel like nostalgia is such a unique emotion. There's nothing really similar. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel bad. I don't know how to describe how it feels. It's interesting. Overall, I think it's kind of sad. But at times, being nostalgic can give me pleasure as well. It's definitely an interesting, interesting emotion. And with that being said, why not continue with the final part of today's episode, the answer to the translation challenge. And se ti ricordi, la frase era non mi sono reso conto di quanto sarebbe stato difficile capire tutto. Magari tu stai pensando questo adesso, volevi capire tutto, qualche cosa ti è scappato. Quindi dici... Non mi sono reso conto di quanto sarebbe stato difficile capire tutto. Decisamente frase molto difficile, ragazzi. La mia traduzione che propongo è I didn't realize how hard it would be to understand everything. I didn't realize how hard it would be to understand everything. E di solito dico, ragazzi, ci sono due cose da vedere qui. Oggi direi che ce ne sono cinque. Iniziamo con Simple Past. Non mi sono reso conto. Rendersi conto di qualcosa. In inglese diciamo semplicemente to realize. Coniugato nel Simple Past negativo. I didn't realize. Quanto sarebbe stato difficile? So, abbiamo la regola nell'academy how adjective, how adjective, how adjective, subito. I didn't realize how hard, how adjective, how hard, how difficult. Non mettere verbi in mezzo, how adjective. I didn't realize how hard it would be. Ragazzi, future in the past. Un altro tempo verbale abbastanza spaventoso, ma quando capisci come funziona, dirai, ah, ok, facile. Bisogna soltanto usare un would dopo un simple past. E infatti, I didn't realize, simple past, how hard it would be, c'è il would. Lo so che sembra un would nel passato, sarebbe stato. Ma in inglese è come se fosse soltanto sarebbe. Non mi sono reso conto che sarebbe difficile. Così è la grammatica in inglese. Ultima cosa è dopo gli aggettivi, in questo caso hard, usiamo un verbo infinito. Quindi, I didn't realize how hard it would be to understand. To understand è il nostro verbo infinito. Ultima parte, tutto, non diciamo all. Tutto in inglese è everything. And we have 
I didn't realize how hard it would be to understand everything. Se lo digo proprio alla naturale. I didn't realize how hard it would be to understand everything. Alright. Well, another episode in the books. Stiamo sempre migliorando, anche se non ti rendi conto, è inevitabile che sei migliorato o migliorata, se stai ascoltando, if you've been listening. So, good for you, congratulations, but let's not stop. Let's keep going. I will have the episodes for you. You can do the listening. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. And let's talk again tomorrow on Friday. Peace out and have a good night. See you later.